Hello, this is Martin Wolf, Chief Economics Commentator of the Financial Times, with my podcast. Why the Turner Report is a watershed for finance. Published March the 19th, 2009. Lord Turner is the UK's man for all seasons. A few years ago, he fixed pensions. Today, it is finance. The report by the new chairman of the UK's Financial Services Authority is a turning point. The authorities of a country that used to boast of its light financial regulation have changed their minds. The UK has lost confidence in its financial sector. I quote, Over the last 18 months, and with increasing intensity over the last six, the world's financial system has gone through its greatest crisis for at least half a century. Indeed, arguably the greatest crisis in the history of finance capitalism. This is the report's starting point. It advances two explanations for this disaster. Exceptional macroeconomic conditions, particularly the emergence of excess savings in large parts of the world, and reliance on, I quote, the theory of efficient and rational markets, end quote. As the report notes, I quote again, the predominant assumption behind financial market regulation in the US, the UK, and increasingly across the world has been that financial markets are capable of being both efficient and rational, end quote. So regulators were expected to stay out of the way. In the report's new view, they should be in the way instead. The financial sector no longer enjoys the benefit of the doubt. It may burn up the world. The most important analytical points are that individual rationality does not ensure collective rationality, that individual behavior is frequently less than rational, and that in consequence, markets can overshoot in both directions. Above all, such failings create systemic risks. If everybody believes in the same faulty risk models, the system will become far more dangerous than any individual player appreciates. And if everybody relies on their ability to get out of the door before anybody else, many will die in the inferno. To these points must be added the vulnerability inherent in borrowing short and safe in order to lend long and risky. If we were not so familiar with banking, we would surely treat it as fraudulent. Moreover, far from inducing the frailty, securitization enhanced it by spreading the so-called toxic assets everywhere. The recommendations of the report include increased quality and quantity of capital, particularly against trading activities, a strongly counter-cyclical capital adequacy regime, a maximum gross leverage ratio, enhanced regulation and supervision of liquidity, coverage of all significant institutions, enhanced supervision of rating agencies, codes covering remuneration in systemically significant institutions, and centralized clearance of the majority of trades in credit default swaps. Also recommended are enhanced macroprudential analysis by the FSA, the Bank of England and global bodies, a big shift in regulation by the FSA towards high-impact businesses by focusing on business models, strategies, risks and outcomes in the supervised companies, greater international coordination of supervision, an independent European regulator, and an end to the, I quote, untenable present arrangements, end quote, for cross-border activities of European banks. The Iceland problem. In short, the stable doors are to be locked tight, 
though only after a herd of horses has already bolted. Nevertheless, even Lord Turner's radicalism is limited. The report rejects division of the financial system into utilities and a casino. The arguments against are that the casino would still need to be regulated, that such a distinction could not be introduced by one country on its own, particularly in the European Union, and that global companies need, and I quote, large complex banking institutions providing financial risk management products, close quotes. So securities underwriting by banks is still needed, though, and I quote again, large-scale proprietary trading through in-house hedge funds is not, end of quote. In all, this report offers radical tightening of regulation and supervision of a financial system that would still remain broadly the same as today's. The most regulated businesses would then be less profitable and so would shrink. That will be no loss, suggests the report. The profits they reported were illusory, but the dangers they created all too real. This judgment is surely right. Yet even this report leaves important questions unaddressed. First, it does not explain why we can hope to contain the behavior of companies too important to fail. Second, it does not demonstrate that regulators can contain regulatory arbitrage by profit-seeking financiers. Third, it does not deal with risks posed by institutions that may be too big to rescue by some host countries. Fourth, it does not explore the room for charging heavily for guarantees. Finally, it does not consider the incentives towards excessive leverage inherent in the tax system. Nevertheless, this report is a milestone. It should help catalyze the needed global discussion of regulatory reform. Other countries, and above all the U.S., should commission comparable analyses of their own regulatory failures. I would also wish to see equally searching analysis of mistakes in monetary policy, both in the U.K. and elsewhere. Humans learn far more from failure than success. The failures this time are big enough to make learning lessons essential. The Turner Report is a start. More learning must follow. This podcast is available at www.ft.com forward slash wolf podcast. My columns are available at www.ft.com forward slash wolf. Goodbye.